Ladies and gentlemen, we are back for another episode. You know what? This is not another episode. This is a bonus episode. This is NBA Finals. It's over. Congratulations to the Bucks, Giannis Antetokounmpo, whole Milwaukee area. Congratulations to y'all. But I, you know, we had to. We couldn't leave you guys without giving our final recap on the game and what's gonna happen in the season and the next NBA champion and all and all that stuff in between. I got my man King James back for another episode. We're gonna break down the finals, break down what's gonna happen afterwards and, and who we who we got, you know, coming coming out as far as a, as a new NBA champion in 2022. So y'all stay tuned for another dope episode. Like I said, this is Cash One Half of the Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast team. And we're going to dive right into the convo. Hey, well, I don't know if I told you, I told somebody else, man. I think I got I got smoke for anybody that want to mention LeBron, uh, that, that want to mention KD, or, or anybody else that didn't last through this gauntlet of a season. Like, to me, to me it's pointless. And, and the reason why I say that, is because we always talk about, yo, we want guys to do it the right way, super team this, super team that, and, and all this stuff that has happened over the last 10 years. And then you have a guy that does it, and now you want to talk about some other shit. That that boggles my mind, bro. <laughs> I, I just don't get it. I mean, I mean, I, I feel it, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and yeah, you're right, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like people say they want, you know, players to get drafted, and they want those players to go through adversity. You know what I'm saying, and, and and build a championship caliber team. But my issue with that is that players don't build championship caliber teams. You know, and Giannis was a monster. His performance was was bulletproof. You know, you gotta talk about him as one of the greats in our game now. You have to, like, you can't have a top three list that don't have Giannis on. It's not going to be valid. But at the same time, we got to give credit to Milwaukee's front office for building the team that was good enough to take advantage of the breaks that, that, that went their way. Like, I remember when they paid all that money for Drew Holiday, people laughed at him. Like, yo, you really going to pay Drew Holiday $30 million? Giannis definitely going to leave. And look what happened. They win a championship. I, I, I just take a little offense about what's the right way because – you basically give bail to bad franchises who waste players prime. You you got a, a player like Dame Lillard. Portland is doing the same thing, bro. You know, and, and we already know what Braun went through in Cleveland twice. It, it, it's a little iffy, but but I'm with you 100%, man. Nobody should be talking about LeBron or KD or Harden. This is Giannis's moment. This is Milwaukee's moment. You know what I'm saying? Like they earned it and and they need to get their flowers now. Yeah. Right. And and the reason why I say that, because I mean, it was a war of attrition. Everybody went through what they went through this season as far as COVID protocols, as far as injuries. Some had them a lot more than others. Name me another season where that isn't the case outside of the key guys in, in this instance. Outside of the key guys being injured, name me another season where player two here, a twisted ankle, an ACL here. Where we not talking about somebody else being a champion? They even tried to do that shit last year with the bubble. Like it's like mm-hmm. every year is a reason to shit on a superstar that ends up winning it. That, that that's just the way the, the 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 media is. It's like they created a lot of this shit. To be honest with you, man, they're trying to make it seem like it's miraculous that the Bucks won a championship. 
And I'm like, the only way you would think it was miraculous that they won a championship is if you weren't giving Giannis his proper credit in the first place. Or not Gian- watching the damn game of basketball when they have been first in the East, first through third in the East the last few years and been trending upwards in, in that fashion. It was only exactly. a matter of time. It was only a matter of time. Exactly, man. It's like, you know, they're not some ragtag bunch that finally put it together, you know, and, and, and put together a run, you know. And, and that's the other part that I don't like about the super team because it's like, you know, people last year said that Lakers team was a super team. And I'm like, bro, if, if, if Braun, AD, and Rondo is a super team, then, then Giannis, Middleton, and Drew Holiday is definitely a super team. James, they also don't take into account how outlandish AD was playing last year. He was playing exactly. far and above his norm as far as numbers. Like, you know what I mean? Like his, his three-point percentage was out, out of this world for him, for him in particular. He was in the 40 percentile when mm-hmm. in the season he was in the high 20s, low 30s. At his best, he could not miss last year. Yeah. And, and he was healthy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So those are two anomalies that happened just perfectly for AD. And it was there was no traveling, no crowd, no nothing. You could just focus on basketball, which, you know, I, I think that you have to take that into account, too, because if it hadn't been for some of them crowds and how they 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 made the, the game like so much more fun. And you, you forget how much having a home crowd and how much that just energizes you in times in, in which you need it, man. So not not knocking the Lakers, but I'm just saying, like, AD did have a pretty abnormal postseason, and nobody really mentions that. Yeah, and to win a championship, you got to be great and you got to be lucky, too. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's so hard to win them. Like, you can't look around the league and find, you know, these players that have, you know, seven, eight, nine championships. It, it just really doesn't happen. You know, ever since the field has been expanded, you know, to 30 teams, you know what I'm saying? Like back when there were like eight teams or 16 teams. Yeah. But now, you know, like you're really seeing, you know, like, like just, just look at it, man. If, if, if KD, if KD's foot is a little bit smaller or if he had a little better spacing on the floor, you know, we're not even talking about the Bucks right now. Like that's how razor thin the edge is. You know, so you it's always, it's always like that, though, like like you mentioned, it's always like that. It's mm-hmm. always that close. It's always a play here or a tip ball there or a rebound there, in which it switches the entire momentum of the game. You know, but on, on a reverse side, when I was I was arguing with somebody or well, not arguing, but just this, this is the point I made earlier when I was talking to somebody about it in regards to that, that step away from not even being uh, in the finals. Well. There was an overtime <laughs> in that game yeah. seven, right? Y- your man had nothing left. And when it seemingly seemed, well, for lack of better words, when Giannis had nothing left in game four, game five, game six, y- he did some unthinkable shit with them blocks, chase downs, the dunk, and one. Like, that was in the fourth quarter when you got nothing left in the tank and you giving your team – 15, 16 rebounds, 35 points. I, I don't know what the series was then. I, I think it might have been like 2-1 last time we talked. I don't know what the series was then. I, I think it might have been like 2-1 last time we talked. 
But like Giannis, mm-hmm. he, he was already impressing me. Like he was playing total basketball. You know, like it wasn't just him giving you points and rebounds. He's getting assists. He's doing it on the defensive end. And he's damn near playing the entire game. When I talk about, you know, this this situation and super teams and stuff and how I don't like certain things, I'm not talking about Giannis. I'm not even talking about the Bucks per se, because they did what they had to do and they deserve to be. I mean, my man dropped 50, what, like 15 rebounds, five blocks. Yep, 50, 14, 5, 17 for 19 at the free throw line. Insane stuff. That's legendary stuff. He had a finals for the ages. He was basically Godzilla. You know, he was so good that, you know, cats look at what Devin Booker did. It's like, ha, ha, ha. Devin Booker averaged 28 points. Exactly. They just averaged 28 points in his his first first finals appearance, which was also his first playoff appearance. And nobody's talking about it because of how great Giannis was. So, bruh, he, 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 like the, he like the Lord and Savior right now, man. All praise is due. Yeah, I don't you like got to the, give it up. Yeah, you got to give it up. I just don't like the fact that the media is going to run with his sound, ba- his sound bites and, and use him to be like the antithesis of a LeBron James and of a Kevin Durant. Because it has nothing to do with Giannis. I can I can see the media already trying to turn this narrative. It's like, hey, this is what Giannis had to say about super teams. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and, I just think and even if you feel, go ahead, finish. No, I'm I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, I said, and even if he feel that way, you know, so, so <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because he he earned the right to feel that way because he did have a chance, like he said. To go to Miami, possibly to go to to any any team that was willing to have him, they would have made room for him. But he decided to, you know, I, I want to do it right here. I feel like we close. I feel like we close. And then I, I, I necessarily the other thing about the media that uh that they were spinning is uh and this is probably on NBA Twitter in which they tried to bully Bron into saying congratulations, and then they put up a whole you know bunch of different tweets about what Giannis has done and, and with this season, but later they didn't have to do that. I don't follow a whole lot of NBA players on, on Twitter. Cause I just don't want my feed with, with a bunch of their crap on there. You know, they don't have to congratulate him at all. Like this is, this is competitive at the end of the day. I mean, I, I would like to be happy for you and, and like say, yeah, good job, but I don't have to tell you, I don't have to do it on social media. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody thinks that it has to be a social media thing to where, okay, KD congratulated him, Bron congratulated him, all is well in the world. They, they create that narrative, too. It's, it's like they, they just won't let it be organic. You know, they won't let a player just rise and naturally assume the throne. They have to be the entity that crowns them. That's why they discredit the other players. You saw with Steph when he came along. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You saw with KD when he came along. It's always the media trying to find the next face of the NBA, but that kind of thing happens organic. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not going to be the media to anoint whoever the next is. Because I can tell you this, you know, and, and I don't know any of these cats. Kevin Durant, in his heart of hearts, he's like, yo, I will bust Giannis' ass one-on-one, bro. He's and he, like, like, and he, he, got every, he got everything Giannis has except for the, the freakish strength. strength. The, yeah. Except for the strengths, uh, and I would probably say that defensive 
that extra that extra defensive gear. Yeah, he yeah. he can lock you down. KD can lock you down, but I, I don't know if it's in the many different facets and where Giannis does it. That that's where yeah. I would give the edge because KD this doesn't have a deep one. And he won't ever because he just scores the ball so effortlessly. So that's probably not fair to say against him. But I'm just saying from from eye test alone, they they not they not close defensively. But but I mean offensively, they impose their will in, in different ways. And that's the next thing I want to um, kind of bring up, like the ability for Giannis to to really realize to say just basically fuck it, fuck a jump shot. I'm gonna go out there and hoop, and I'm gonna dominate you. At what I'm great at, like that that ability to recognize that at that that ripe young age of what 26, 27, right now to be like, you know what, I don't have to do all these things. I just need to oh, Aiden on me, barbecue chicken. I'm driving past him. Oh, come on, man. They 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 gonna put a uh, crowder. You gonna put crowder <laughs> on me? Oh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get I'm gonna get to the box. I'm gonna back you in, midi. You gonna put you gonna guard me with Frank Kaminsky? <laughs> yeah. Like there was nothing you could do to me. So every single time I attack, I attack attack in the, the condition you have to be in to relentlessly do that like time and time again like it was like he he saw he saw green he saw money he saw red or whatever you whatever you want to use term you want to use he was consistent in going at them all series long and wore Aiden ass out he just wore him out he was yeah, he and Aiden's a physical guy. My 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 homie Brooks, uh, uh, since the late '80s on Twitter, he talked about it the other day, and I was kind of pushing back at him, but I actually got to agree. You know, it it was Shaq like dominance. You know, because whenever Shaq had a mismatch, he was he always took advantage of it. And Giannis knew it's like, yo, if Aiden's going to play me close, I'm fast enough to just drive by him and lay up or dunk. You know what I'm saying? And I'm strong enough to bang with him in the paint. There's nothing anybody on this floor can do to stop me. And he took full advantage of it. And it was on full display. Like, I mean, he looked like Godzilla out there, man. Just like knocking over buildings and shit. You know, like he dunking on two and three people. He damn near grabbing every board whenever he wanted to. You know, getting tip outs, timely blocks. I mean, it's, bro, like, I, there, there's, you could talk about his performance you know, for days and you still won't be able to say enough. Because like I said, whether they had won or lost, it had already shown me that like, yo, like Giannis is taking the next step to his ascension. Yeah? Like he was playing the best basketball of his entire career in terms of, you know, just being smart, taking a drive, but not always finishing with the power. He showed a little bit of the finesse, drive and actually creating. He had some nice dimes uh, to my guy, Pat Connaughton a couple of times. You know, in, in timely possessions, you know, they have set the wall up and they're like, yeah, you know, Giannis is going to take the charge and Giannis makes the pass. You know, he's taking the next step, whether they won or lost. And from a media standpoint, they only acknowledge you when when your team wins. When your team wins, it's like, yeah, they can give you all the accolades and all the glory. But when your team loses, even though they didn't lose because of you, you know, it's just like, yeah, you didn't get it done. I mean, if yeah, Giannis yeah, had that numbers and they had not won, they would not be talking about him at all. Right. And then they put up that crazy stat. So, like, like we love Giannis and what he's done. And I, I think for the people listening, they, they know that. But then they put up, like, I mean, you kind of brought up a point to where it made me think about Chris Paul as far as, um, you know, had Giannis lost, but Chris Paul did lose. 
And they mm-hmm. kept putting up that 2-0 first player with the 2-0, you know, to lose four times with a 2-0 lead. I was like, I was looking at them 2-0 leads and then some of them teams he was on. I'm like, I would argue that he his team wasn't even a favorite in half of those series. In the first series, in particular, he was playing the Spurs. The Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker will run you out the gym, San Antonio Spurs. When did him, when did Chris Paul as a Hornet have a chance to beat those guys? Just none. It's, 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 it's like... It's, it's like Braun when he was in, in Cleveland and, and when he played the, the, the Spurs. He had no chance to win. Like, nah, you were there to get spanked. That's what was supposed to happen, you know? You right. can't hold get, get this experience. Get this experience. Get this ass whooping. Now move along. Because it, it wasn't supposed to happen. But the, this revisionist history that, that we have out here in the game is it, just ridiculous. And, and, and then it goes back to your point of the – the the having the the three superstars or whatever like you, you we all know from watching the game long enough you got to have at least two you got to have yeah. at least two all stars or or that second all that second guy got to be on on the verge of being an all star somebody that's that's a headache for anybody out there that's respected around the league to mm-hmm. even have a chance at winning and the rest is all going to be culture and, and how your team is managed that, that that's pretty that's pretty much it and then from Milwaukee to to from that standpoint, to still win and to still be competitive each and every year, it was going to take a year like this for them to bust through because they had the same same type of guy, same core. They kept at it. You know what I'm saying? And, and you guys out here, and I mean, like, by you guys, I mean br- the Browns of the world, the Kawhi Leonard's, Paul George's, you're switching teams every few years. While that can work at times, sometimes these type of years happen to where continuity is a little bit better than you guys moving teams and, and you know, the injuries and things like that, that, that happens. So, so for me, man, it's, it's well-earned, well-deserved. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not even shitting on Chris Paul or anything like that. Like, you know, the, the only thing I will say about Chris Paul is, you know, I, and maybe he's never been this guy before I say it is the dog, man. He got dog in him. At, at what point will he, Booker didn't have it going. In game six, right? Yeah. That yeah. That was clear. At what point do you continue to do what Giannis was doing? Or maybe he was too tired. Or maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe it was too much. And and, and, and that's the other dude. We gotta like like we gotta remember that Chris Paul is old. You know, like 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 at, at, at this point in his career, you know, if 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 he would have popped out with like a forty or fifty piece, he getting drug tested immediately after the game, bro. <laughs> like your, your, your body's just not, you know what I'm saying? Like, like right. he's not a young man anymore. Like, and, and that's part of the, the the issue that I took with you know the media basically putting all of the success that the Suns had on Chris Paul's shoulders. It's like, yeah, Chris Paul is an integral piece from a leadership perspective, but the whole entire Suns were hooping. Mikael Bridges was hooping. Jay Crowder was hooping. Like, like, bro, um, um, Cameron Payne was hooping. Devin, they, the whole team was hooping. I mean, Dario Saric come off the bench, and you know what I'm saying? He hit a couple threes. Like, it didn't matter who they had. Cam Johnson, who went, when, when, when all of their people were called upon, they showed up. And that was more of a reason for their success than, like, this, 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 this leadership of Chris Paul. He did give leadership. But the Suns have proven from their bubble performance that, hey, they were a very good team and they had found something. 
whatever that something was, they had found it, you know. Right. But people just want to disregard that and say, hey, you know, they're here because of Chris Paul. I mean, for my money, you know, if you ask me uh, what what's the perfect point guard, Chris Paul is the perfect point guard, you know, but he's a player that's far out of his prime. You know, he's not yeah. in his prime anymore. So to expect him to have a prime performance, I think it's a little bit dishonest. You know, like you shouldn't be expecting Chris Paul to have a prime performance. He shouldn't be able to do what Giannis is doing now. Giannis is 26 years old. If, if you look at that game, man, if you look at that game six, he he did everything, man. He had the, the, the posters in the paint, you know, the block shots. He's hitting the mid-range. He's knocking down his free throws. If he can do that, there's nothing that anybody can do, man. At this point, there's nobody that can guard him. I, if I, he's I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to concede that. I'm not going to concede that. Who who is who is guard who is who is guarding him at, at this point that's stopping him this this type of performance uh whatever I, I'm sure the team will be able to put together a plan but I don't see any of these guys that that are stopping him I see him getting getting his buckets I see him getting 30, 30 to thirty five yeah. against any team the best defenders have never stopped the best offensive threats all you and that's that's my point. All you can do is mitigate the damage, but in spots, and we've seen this in spots because, you know, th th there's two guys. Bam Adebayo gives him fits. Bam Adebayo and, and Bam Adebayo is basically a less skilled Giannis, a, a less skilled, less powerful Giannis. You know what I'm saying? But like in terms of like footwork and strength, he gives him fits because he don't have a speed advantage and he really can't have his way with him in the post. When you look at them, when they play each other, Bam does pretty good against Giannis. And then we 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 got a, a glimpse of this before COVID shut down the whole entire league. Braun can guard Giannis and spot dude. So yeah, like, that's, and that's what it would have to be. Go ahead, that's sorry. That, no, I said that's what it would have to be in, oh, in those instances because in that in that series against Miami this year, it was the Middleton show. You know yeah. what I mean? And and Giannis was kind of a backseat, but to really say he had a backseat to average, you know, at 28 and, and, and 14 is kind of sacrilegious, in my <laughs> opinion, <laughs> to say that was a backseat. But, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? But clearly it was Middleton in a lot of those games that was just like, all right, let's, let's wrap this up, B. Let's, let's get them out of here. And and I'll give, I'll give that to him. But I find it funny though james when when cats have those type of games against guys that they say defend them well you know what i mean like lebron is a victim of this as well you know what i mean my man andre iguodala yeah he got a finals mvp for getting like 35 and 15 hung on his head for an entire series oh my god <laughs> Bron should have been the only other finals MVP since uh who who was it that got it? Um what's the guy? Lakers, Jerry West. Because he was just the best player on the court by far. Yeah. But yeah, like I, I I was like, come on, man. But it's just it's just like you know, back in the day when they used to say uh that cat um what's it Rajah Bell was the Kobe stopper, yeah. <laughs> you know, no, just because you make it just because you make it. Tough for me to get 35. Don't mean you stop. <laughs> like, Bruh, there's there's no defense for perfect offense. No, all you can do all you can do is make it hard, and you got to have that mindset to like, yo, I don't care that you came down court and you banged on me. The next possession, I'm gonna be right there. 
that's really all that the defender is a mindset because the elite offensive players have never been stopped and they, they never will be stopped. Nobody's stopping Giannis from at least getting 28 and 15 if he wants it. It's therefore, it's therefore the taking every single night. With that said, moving on to next year, uh, NBA championship under his belt. Now feeling like, because he said, we got to win another one. Like dead after, like they were still on the court and he was talking about they have to win another one. And, and I feel like he does to, to finally get to that, that level of being the face of the league because you can't be a face of the league with one championship and you got guys still in the league that are championship Most- legit championship threats in Steph and Klay Thompson if, if that works out and, and those guys get back to doing what they do. LeBron James and AD are, are still still out there. You got KD in Brooklyn and James Harden, boys. If they're, if they're fully healthy, they're going to be a load to handle and they have championships under their belt, you know what I'm saying, as far as the Nets. So moving on to next year, you know, we, we saw the the, uh, the the stat out there or the odds as far as Milwaukee's like number three as far as repeating. Do you feel like that's disrespect or that's just like real talk based on what happened this season? Uh, was was Milwaukee, uh, were they the one, were they the second team or third three. team? They were three. The Lakers and the Nets were ahead of them. Okay. I, I don't think that's disrespectful at all. Honestly, I don't like, like, uh, and, and we, we talked about this a bit on Twitter. The Nets have proven that they're by far and away the best team. I didn't think it was going to work, but when Kyrie went down, it should have been curtains for that series, and it still was a dogfight. So if you have Harden and Kyrie healthy, it's, 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 it's a crime to call that a team. You know? Like, we, we've never seen talent like that, you know. Like, that's, that's just ridiculous. So if they're healthy – you know, then definitely they deserve to be the number one. And I think the Lakers are two, not based off the pieces that they have, but just based off the fact that people know that the Lakers are going to swing for the fence because, you know, LeBron is in his twilight. The Lakers have never been shy about going and acquiring the best pieces that they can. And I think now, you know, they, they're really going to have a sense of urgency to be like, hey, you know, we got to cash out now because the landscape of the league is changing. Like we said, Giannis is 26 years old. He ain't going nowhere. You know, their core is very young, except for Drew. Drew's the only one that's in his 30s. You know, yeah. I think he's like 31. So they're not going anywhere. You got to, sh- like, like your time to strike is now. That window, you know, after, if, when, once that window closes, it might not open for a while. It doesn't matter that you're in LA. You know, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter anymore. You know, like, the, the markets and stuff, a lot of that stuff is overblown. Now, you can pretty much win anywhere, provided that you have an organization that's willing to put the money behind you. So I don't, I don't think it's disrespectful to have the, the books at third because you could still see the chinks in the armor a bit, you know. Like, they jumped yeah. out to a 14-point lead in the first quarter, game six, and then they let uh, the Suns back in the game, you know, by not doing what got them to lead. And, and yeah. Booten, yeah. You know, my guy, Budenholzer, wouldn't call timeout, and he's still letting Giannis bring the ball up. You know, he like those kinds of things get you beat. You know, when you're playing against a team that's better than you. You know, I knew like, I knew the Bulldog Hoser. I knew Bulldog Hoser was gonna make it. I, I just was I was bro, just wondering where. <laughs> look, man, like 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 I, I'm I'm just saying, man. Monty Williams is a much better coach than Bulldog Hoser. Just Monty Williams didn't have Giannis. You know, like 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 Giannis was was so much of a difference maker that he could not, like, he, he couldn't be overcome. 
there was there that's was nothing they could do. That's a fact. That's a fact. This is this is the difference between being fired after the the uh, the foot on the line by KD, uh, or you know, and, and winning the NBA championship like that. It's, it's literally that close for bulldozer. You know what I mean? Great pop disciple has won a championship before. He's been there, done that. But boy, did he make some questionable decisions over the years as far as being a Hawks coach and, and Bucks coach, man. But I mean. He's an NBA champion, uh, you know, a few times over at, at this point. So, uh, but, you know, he, sometimes it's, it's great to have Tim Duncan and then uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo to, to go, exactly. to, go to back for you. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, you know, I, I, I coached Tim Timmy, you know, with, with, with Manny and Tony, Parkley and Tony Parker. You know, like, 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 like come on, man. Like, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, he, he won a championship as an assistant, but his salary lets you know what they think about him. His salary lets you know what they think about him. Like when you pull up coaches' salaries, he's not paying. He's not getting paid that much, and that might be his saving grace. His saving grace might be that they're not paying him anything. Is it is it too early? Is it too early? I hear all this chatter about being a face of the NBA, best player in the NBA. Uh, so so I got two questions. Is it too early to to call Giannis that? And then number two, are the guys from overseas on the verge? of being better than homegrown talent and, you know, moving forward as you can see it. So uh, your first question, no, it's not too early to say that, that Giannis is the face of the league. And I pushed back. I mean, like there was a decent amount of pushback for me, you know, with Giannis too. I always acknowledge him as a great player, but I was like, as the best, you know, he's kind of like a player with one tool. He's shown me, you know, in, 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 in the highest pressure situation that he's a multiple tool player. He can play the team game. Um, you know, he can play the defense game in high pressure situations. You can't even intentionally foul him anymore because he he's shown the ability, you know, to to knock down his free throws. He's not always going to shoot the way he shot game six, you know. But if Giannis can shoot 70% from the line, that's a win. So sure. he, he he's just a player that has too many tools in his tool belt. If 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 KD has a bad shooting night, he could easily not get 25 28 points if he has a bad shooting night he can't get to the line for whatever reason he can easily you know not crack 25 points i can't really imagine too many scenarios where Giannis doesn't crack 25 points yes and his dna to to play the way he plays as far as the amount of punishment he takes or delves out depending on how you, you look at it uh with, with being at the basket and living at the line so I think the only limitating factor at this point would be the anomaly that was 17 for 19 uh, free throw makes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, he shores that up and gets to about 75 to 80%. Like yeah. for a season normally. Oh, oh, can't cancel, cancel Christmas. Cause he don't need a three pointer. You, you just don't get, get guys around him that can shoot it. And defen what defense and, and a few other guys were hurt. So, we haven't yeah, even seen I got their Dante. max. Not the white Dante. <laughs> right, right. The white, the white Dante, man. Like, we haven't even seen them at full strength. And, and best believe with winning this championship, what does that do? That attracts more talent to want to come play with you because they saw what you guys are doing. And not everybody wants to play with, with Braun and, and KD and go to Brooklyn, even though, you know, a lot of guys, they go to Brooklyn <laughs> during this trade deadline. But, I mean, they can become that destination as well because at the end of the day, cats don't care where they play anymore. They care about whether they have an opportunity to win. You know right. what I mean? And, and going to play with a with the Giannis or possibly KD might be a less more less more. Uh, you may get less shit 
for going there versus going to play with LeBron. And, you know, maybe, maybe this championship attracts some, some customers that necessarily wouldn't have ever thought about going to Milwaukee to come there. You know what I mean? And he gets some shooters around him that he needs to where he don't even have to play that much during the season. You know, similar to what they're trying to do out in L.A. with Bron. And he can rest, 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 and then get back at it again because Joel Embiid is coming. People don't know what's going to happen with the 76 but I think they're coming back to be, to be you know, in the thick of things. The Nets are coming. And, and that's pretty much it as far as the East, I could say, and, and Atlanta. They, they will be there. I'm not sure how much of a championship contender they'll be, but they'll be a tough out. So, you know, the, the East the East has gotten better. Uh, the West is still a gauntlet to get through. But, I mean, I'm not asleep on the East, man, as far as, as, far as basketball goes, as far as next year. So, uh, but I, I do think they're in the right place as far as third. Uh, you know, if teams are healthy, like, like you said, um, but, you know, the only pushback I give on, on the healthy portion is that when has AD ever really been healthy? When has Kyrie, when's the last time Kyrie made it through an entire playoff <coughs> playoffs without being injured? Like these ifs are giving me a lot of pause because they necessarily haven't been happening with with the teams that are ahead of them right now. So, you know, what yeah. I mean? so that, that's that's my issue. Yeah, with the Nets, it's not so much the Kyrie thing. It's the fact that they were already down James Harden, too. You know, mm-hmm. it, 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 it kind of felt like somebody had a voodoo doll of them cast, and they were just like, yo, we making sure y'all ain't getting nothing. Because it's like they were just dropping like flies. Like, the, the Nets didn't have James Harden for the whole playoffs, I don't think. Kyrie was having the game. And it's like, yeah, you know, let's let's stick this pin in his ankle, you know, and he rolls his shit on Giannis' shit, and he's out, yeah, they- you know? And, and they should have put the same. They should have put the same type of coat that they put in um, Giannis's knee in uh, <laughs> Kyrie's like, ankle. <laughs> look, I've never seen anything like that in my life. Because when I saw that, I said, "Giannis is done. He just he, bro. He he probably tore you know multiple ligaments." And yeah, he got that like, good dope. He got that good dope in him. He only missed two games, bro. And they won the two games that he missed. Like yeah. I've anything like for him to go from there. To drop in a fifty piece to seal a finals win, how can you not say that that's the face of the league? That that's the best player? How can you not? You know, yeah, if I'm if if I'm an aging superstar, you know, like if I'm a guy like like I mean, we gonna look at Kawhi Leonard, bro. If I'm a guy yeah. like Kawhi Leonard, you know what I'm saying? It probably won't happen because he loves LA. But if I'm a guy like Kawhi Leonard, and I'm looking for a situation where it's like, yo, they really just need me to be elite in spot duty, man. Milwaukee is the ultimate spot. If you ring chasing, Milwaukee is the ultimate spot if you ring chasing. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you really just dare to, like, probably give Giannis a spell or give Middleton a spell. Like, they don't really need you like that. Like, you know, LeBron is on, like, like we, we've seen the decline. Like, there's a yep. couple of plays where he should finish, and he just doesn't finish. I'm not even talking about dunks on my layups. You know, you're seeing the age catch up with him. You know, like, like KD, he's already had significant injuries. And, and yep. he's going to play in the Olympics if that shit doesn't get shut down, which I thought was kind of crazy. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things, a lot of things going on next season, man. I mean, you, you got a few key injuries out west. Like I, I really thought Denver was going to be something different, but you know, you had the Jamal Murray injury. He may not be back till March of next year. You got Kawhi out with an ACL. He may not be back till he may not be back next year at all because he's injured in the playoffs. 
bruh, but Kawhi's a free agent also, I think. Yeah, that land that landscape gonna look different. It may clear it may clear the lane, but you know, we like I said, we don't know what Golden State is gonna look like. They have a whole lot of draft chips out there. They have, you know, uh they have What's the young man Wiseman that they drafted? You know that, that doesn't quite fit their scheme. So yeah. who, who knows what they're going to do with that and, and the draft picks? Whether they get somebody that's proven that can push them over the edge because shit, you, you put Clay, Clay and Steph in the playoffs. Oh, it's it's about and, and Draymond is still on that team doing what he does and providing that spark. As far as just being that continuity and that glue, all they need is another guy or two and, and to fill out that roster. Not necessarily you know, a superstar, just somebody solid. I look at Golden State the same way I look at the, uh, the Bucks. It's like, we know Steve Kerr can't coach, you know. We know. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's true. It's true. You know, we know that Steve Kerr can't coach. And, and like, like we know what Steph Curry is. We know what Klay Thompson is. We know what Draymond is. I love Wiseman. You know, like, conceptually, there's no reason why Wiseman shouldn't fit what they do, you know. Like, just because you have a center that's a paint player doesn't mean you got to be a focal point of offense. All about spacing the floor. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, hey, you know, guess what? There's no way opposing teams can crash the boards because we got such good shooters. We got Steph on one wing. We got Clay on the other wing. You should be able to get the light. Like, your job is to give me 15 rebounds a game. And that's going to determine whether you stay and get paid here. But it's like they, they just try – he doesn't have a game plan. You know? Like his game plan is basically, hey, I need Steph and Clay on the floor at the same time. And when they're not, he looked like a chicken with his head cut off. Like they don't know what to do. They can't play basketball. So yeah. Yeah, I, I think in a you know, if, if he goes up against a team that could take one of those guys away, he's not gonna be able to make the necessary adjustments for them to move on. It it kind of feels like the league has left them behind because it's kind of like they were the modern team to start this wave. Of just, you know, we're going to kill y'all with threes. Now everybody plays this way. And, you know, they don't have, you know, Steph or Clay Thompson. But they have enough collective shooting to be able to compete. And it's not going to be like it was when we first saw them emerge as the Splash Brothers. Nobody else was playing that way. You know, so it was like an outlier. Now, you know, the three ball is the rule. You look at what Giannis did being dominant without the three ball, that's the exception now, you know? So I just don't well, really see. But let's take this on for size, though, with that being, is it really the exception, though, when you consider the Bucks are the champs last year, the Lakers, and before that, the Toronto Raptors? Any any of those guys strike you as three-point assassins or any of those teams or that, that makeup of those guys? They were no. big. No, big, long, strong, pause. And, and they, they were out there <laughs> do, doing, doing what they had to do, tra traditional basketball. You know, for the most part, they had hybrid guys and, and Kawhi and LeBron pretty much controlling the offense. And it, and it went through them. And then they had like key guys as their backups in um, Kyle Lowry and or AD who had who were definite great number twos as far as whenever number ones wasn't cooking in LeBron or Kawhi. So. And then, then you had uh, Middleton to, to Giannis. So, like, those those aren't anybody that you think of as shooters or guys that shoot the lights out the gym. And those are your last three champions. The, 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 the thing about those guys, they don't have maybe the household name three-point guys. When you look at that Lakers run, bro, look at Rajon Rondo's three-point percentage in that run. 
We talking about yeah. Rajon no shot Ronda. Look at his three point percentage. He was knocking them down, bro. When they needed threes, you know they they were good enough to not be bad three point shooting teams. That's it. That's the point that that you made. They were good enough. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, they, yeah. They, they weren't known as three point assassins, but they were they were good enough to keep up. And the the other point is all three of those teams were fucking top three defensively for the entire yeah. year for the entire mm-hmm. playoffs. Mm-hmm. No, no matter what, you know what I mean. So, we, and then that's the other thing that gets overlooked by Golden State when you look back in retrospect. Like they were a damn good team on defense, despite being able to shoot you out the goddamn gym. You know, I, like I said, man, I don't know what's gonna happen next year. I'm excited and sad at the same time that the season is over with. But you know, ho- hopefully, we got some uh, Olympic basketball and the, you know the games don't get canceled or whatever to kind of look forward to. And then, of course. You know, you know, last but not least, man, we, we got uh we got football coming in September. It's yeah. just the dog days of summer. This is just the time of the year I actually hate, but uh it, it's a little less painful now, you know, now that the uh, season kind of extends out that we got NBA free agency coming up on August second. So I'm yeah, looking I'm, forward I'm, to it. I'm super excited for free agency, man. Like it's gonna be it's probably gonna be one of the most impactful free agency periods. Cause I think depending on uh, certain pieces being moved. That's really going to change the championship landscape, man. Like, where is Dane going to end up? Because I don't even, I don't even want, I don't, James, I don't even want to talk about Dane. I don't even want to talk about nothing because certain team, <laughs> my team, keep coming up. They keep coming up in this, these talks, and I don't want to talk about it till it happens, man. <laughs> hey, look, you might, it might happen, man. It might happen. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he comes to New York, man. Like, no, no, you know, we, 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 we a few pieces away, but, uh, but yeah, man, we, you know, I don't know if Dame goes to the Lakers or anything like that because every time people say that, I just say how, you know, nah, what I mean? how does how how do people go there with these cap situations? I'm not a capologist, but I, I know enough to know that uh, <laughs> cats gonna have to take a significant decrease in pay and, and if they start doing that, I know the uh, NBA Players Association they they definitely have something to say about superstars taking such a drastic pay cut you know what i mean yeah that there, there's no way that dame ends up on 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 the lakers man i i honestly think the lakers two best options at point guard next year uh would be kyle lowry because he's a free agent yeah if not kyle lowry if chris paul opts out and decides he'll take the short you know banana boat man <laughs> that's gonna be like a, a good 25 million short no Hey, look, that state, that state farm money, man, you holler at Cliff Paul for a loan or something, you know, because it's like, hey, it's, it's do or die right now, you know. It's do or man. die. When I think about my legacy, I want it to be secure at the bank. I'm not sure about the NBA championship, but that's just me. When you're talking about a guaranteed 40 and the other team, you eight, yeah, that's, <laughs> you got to, you got to be able to guarantee a championship and nobody can do that, so. Right, right. I ain't, I ain't no, I ain't no mathematician, but that that seemed like that seemed like a whole lot. <laughs> seemed like a whole lot of difference to me. That's a lot of millions, man. That's a lot of millions on the table. I don't know if I can. Hey, look, I'll I'll, I'll have Charles Barkley legacy, man. I'll take that. Yep, be a legend at the bank. But yeah, man. But with that said, man, uh, yo, congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks. No asterisk, no shade, no none of that. They earned that. This is my final take. Shit happens. People get injured every day, B. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I, I congratulate them, and I love the way uh, Giannis won it, and, and I, I would like for guys to continue to be able to win it in that way or however they want to, whether they go chase a championship. You still got to stand up against certain people and beat them, and 
they beat exactly who was in front of them. And you got to give credit there. And I'll, I'll end it on that. You got any final takes, Jay? Uh, basically echo what you said, man. Definitely proud of the Milwaukee Bucks, man. Like, like, like the players, you know. And, you know, Drew Holiday. I'm a big Drew Holiday guy. You know, he was on some BS game six taking all them damn shots. But <laughs> you see why Drew Holiday special, man. Like, you know, you talking about a dog on defense. I mean, yeah, you know, he. I, I think he's the piece that, that put them over the top. And as far as Giannis goes, Giannis wears the crown, man. He's the king of the he's king of the league. He's the king of the league, man. Nobody, nobody in the league can say they dropped 50, uh, 14, and five in the finals. He's the only one that did it. Defensive player of the year, MVP, finals MVP. He did all of that. Yeah. Giannis is the king of the league, man. And and his next assignment, you know, defend the throne, man. I'm looking forward to next year. Exactly. So I couldn't have said it no better than myself. Again, once again, I'm Cash, aka Exec P. Uh, thanks, my man, James, a.k.a. King James. Go cop that EP, Prodigal Son. Uh, it, it's out right now. Go go listen to Weather Report. And James, one last time, take us out and let them know what you got coming up next. All right, man. So for myself, I uh, got a few EPs coming up. Uh, no titles as of yet. But for my man, JR, he's dropping his full-length LP, um, Broken Easel. Is dropping hey, sometime. JR, if you listen, I need an advanced copy. This, this is cash here, man. I need an advanced copy. But go ahead, continue on. Hey, <laughs> hey look, hey, we got you, man, because because they will it, it will be released on physicals. We will have a vinyls 12-inch. So, yeah, you know, we definitely going to make that happen, man. But be on the lookout for it. Got some crazy features. Uh, got a feature for Ransom. Uh, got Mickey Fax on there. Got Elza on there. Got some cash you probably never heard of, but all dope. Got my man Grips on that joint. Uh, this cat Fabian, uh, he smoked the joint. Dope MC out of New York, I believe. Either New York or Boston, maybe. But uh, he smoked this piece, man. So, it's look, it's, for me, it's definitely going to be a contender for album of the year. I know everybody says that, and I'm not being biased because that's my brother. You know, I'm, 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 I've heard it. You know what I'm saying? So, that's really what I think. So next month, you know, Broken Easel, cop that joint. All right, all right, man. And uh, we got uh, this month, or actually this Friday, Heavy is the Head by Ransom. So that, that's going to be another banger. <laughs> I, know, I know Donda is dropping as far as Kanye West, and we're going to all listen to that and assess is it, it and have it our dropped? hot takes on it. Yeah, it's dropping on Friday, man. So right. we, 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 shall, we shall see. So you know what I mean? That's, that's the only thing stopping Ransom from having a number one. <laughs> I saw that on. I think Derek uh, Nums hit me up. <laughs> he was like, uh, "Rand said that, and that was, that was kind of hilarious to me." But, but yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, you know, you know, that's gonna be the talk of the town, and 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 rightfully so. Yay, yay, he's earned that, no matter what you think about him. Uh, so I'm here for the music. I will be listening. So, but but once again, uh, you know, James, man, thanks for coming on, man. I had to get these these hot takes out and stuff like that. And uh, y'all y'all go check out his music. Go check out Jr's music, Ransom. And anything that you guys deem necessary as far as dope music, uh, send it our way. And as far as interviews and all that, we, we champion the independent grind. Uh, we love all sorts of music, but you know what I mean? We, we love to meet people where they're at in, in the same place we're at as far as DSC podcast. So with that said, again, once again, it's Cash, a.k.a. Exec Pete, going to have a Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. And shout out to my man Prez, who still is in transition. And he will be back next week, uh, fully up and running. No, no days off. He, he had enough days off. So we out. Peace.